Hello, it's August 15th. This is Future Vision. Thank you very much for listening. The UK is taking steps to quicken their country's adoption of electric vehicles. Sales of new cars with internal combustion engines is set to be banned by 2040, although there's talk of accelerating that. And now the UK government has outlined a number of EV supportive proposals in a public consultation on England's building regulations, including making sure all new homes will be fitted with electric car charging points in the future. The full proposal for home charging points says, We propose specifying that the charge points must have a minimum power rating output of 7 kilowatts to be fitted with a universal socket that can charge all types of electric vehicle currently on the market and meet relevant safety and accessibility requirements. In addition to the home charging requirement, other recommended policy positions include the government proposes every new non-residential building and every non-residential building undergoing a major renovation with more than 10 car parking spaces to have one charge point and cable routes for an electric vehicle charge point in one of five spaces. The government proposes a requirement of at least one charge point in existing non-residential buildings with more than 20 car parking spaces applicable from 2025. The UK is aiming for net zero emissions by 2050 and electric vehicles are seen as a major key to hitting that target. While we're on the topic of zero emission vehicles, Zeroavia, a U.S.-based startup, have just unveiled a plane that can fly over 800 kilometers, fueled purely by hydrogen. It's the largest zero-emissions plane to ever fly without any fossil fuels. Zeroavia is using compressed hydrogen stored in carbon fiber cylinders for their plane's powertrains, The cylinders make the planes a little heavier, meaning they can't travel as far, but according to the company's founder and CEO, Val Miftikov, nearly half of global flights are 800 kilometers or less within the range of its initial technology. Planes equipped with the new hydrogen technology can begin to connect to smaller regional airports that often aren't used now, which could have advantages for travelers, including shorter wait times and less security lines to get through. For airlines, switching to hydrogen-fueled airplanes for short flights would save money. Zero Avia estimates that the total cost of operation will be around half of that of flying conventional planes because of savings on fuel costs, more efficiency, and less maintenance. The company also believes that the tech will also be cheaper to use than battery electric planes, in most cases because high-density batteries have to frequently be replaced. (music) 
As I was browsing through the Futurology subreddit looking for stories to steal for today's episode, I saw a question asked by my very good friend, Ancient Bodybuilder, ABB asked, Do you think the human race will make it to the year 3000? Yes, Ancient Bodybuilder, I do think we'll last another thousand years. I think we'll last a lot longer than that, actually. But for full disclosure, I have been accused of being pretty optimistic when it comes to the future. But I believe humans are close, close to reaching the point where we're unextinctable. There's still obviously a window open where we could get wiped out by a uh, super volcano or an engineered plague or something terrifying like that. But I think we're almost at the technological level where no matter what happens to us, humanity will be able to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. Then once we start expanding into space by the end of, let's say, the century, we'll be untouchable. That's my belief. You're welcome for answering the question. We have a couple of huge rocket launches to look forward to over the next couple of days. SpaceX is planning another hop towards Mars. Their shiny water tower-looking prototype Starhopper is set to make another test flight. You probably remember a couple weeks ago, Hopper successfully completed its first untethered flight, hovering 20 meters in the air using its single Raptor engine, and then softly landed. For this next test, which could take place as early as tomorrow, Starhopper will hopefully reach a height of 200 meters. This will be the final flight for this version of the Starship prototype. Next up comes MK1 and MK2 being built simultaneously in Florida and Texas. These much larger prototypes will have three Raptor engines and have the capacity of reaching orbit. A feat Elon Musk has suggested could happen by the end of this month. All of these prototypes are, of course, leading up to the largest spacecraft ever built, Starship, which Elon believes could be landing on the moon within two years and then onwards to Mars. Elon has said for a long time now that SpaceX's main goal is to help make mankind a multi-planetary species, well, the other day on Twitter, he answered the question of how much that goal could cost to achieve, which is between 100 billion to 10 trillion US dollars, which is, it's kind of a large spread. You know, it's a big difference between 100 million and 10 trillion. But most of the news stories that I've read that covered this price quote were really focused on the upper end number of that range, which would be an eighth of the current global economy. But I think it's important to remember it wouldn't be an all at once payment, you know. It may take a full century or even longer before a Martian colony would be fully self-sustaining, which is what Elon's talking about with this quote. And we have no idea what the world's economy is going to look by then or how amazing our rockets will be. So I don't know. I don't think it's that big of a deal. 
What is a big deal, though, is the newest entrant to the space race, Mad Mike Hughes. Mad Mike plans to launch himself this week one and a half kilometers into the sky on his homemade steam-powered rocket. I guess I should point out that Mad Mike is a firm believer in the flat earth idea, although he says he isn't trying to prove to himself that the earth isn't round and is instead just kind of doing this because he's a daredevil. Mad Mike had to abort a previous flight attempt due to a faulty water heater that he bought on Craigslist, which I believe is the same issue Apollo 13 ran into. I think that was part of the movie. But Godspeed, Mad Mike. Godspeed. We'll be updating you on the hopeful success of both these flights come Monday's episode of Future Vision. But that's it for today. Thank you very much for listening. Bye now. <laughs>